Welcome to Your Expansive Self Podcast with myself, Tasha Credle. I'm a deep inner healing and self-expansion coach, meditation and movement teacher, and a passionate student of life itself. My goal is to share with you all that I can to ultimately help you become and embody your highest self in every aspect of your life. I'm so honored and excited to have you here with me, so let's get started. Good morning, my beautiful sunshines. I feel like I always call you guys that, especially on my Instagram stories. But it's like, I don't know, when I look at other people's stories, I want to start a podcast. Like, it's nice to be welcomed that way, no? I think it's cute. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Whatever. It's all good. (laughs) So yeah, I'm currently um, in my office. Uh, I just finished teaching a class this morning. I still work at BAM Training, which is a gym in Pointe Claire in Montreal that has different classes. So I am there um, a few times a week. And now I'm just enjoying my coffee. And I'm so pumped about this podcast right now with you guys. Um, It's definitely a really interesting subject that I love to discuss with at any point that I can with anybody because it's something that we um I really think that when we start understanding how to utilize this process and this way of looking about healing for ourselves things can really shift quite fast for us and put things into perspective. So I'm really excited to just get on um, to the subject of chakra healing and understanding it different. its different ways of communicating with us. Um, but before we begin, I wanted to like spice things up a little bit with my podcast, you know, try to try to make things a little bit different. So I am, if you follow me on Instagram or just anywhere, basically for a while, you know that I'm obsessed with reading. I'm always getting new books, uh, different subjects, whether it has to do with healing or Ayurveda or energy healing or biohacking or perspectives or stoicism or different philosophies. It's never ending. I'm, I'm like, the most curious bug out there when it comes to books. Like I, sometimes it's a little bit much, you know, I have to walk out of chapters and force myself not to buy 10 books at a time. So that being said, I am currently reading Letting Go, The Power of, or wait, The Pathway of Surrender by David R. Hawkins. And wow, what a powerful book. I I don't even know what to begin, where to begin. I I would just suggest to go and purchase it, to be honest. So I just wanted to share a little section of this book that I read last night, and it just really resonated with me. So, okay, here it goes. (laughs) Passing through a life crisis then makes us more human, more compassionate, more accepting, and understanding of ourselves and others. We no longer have to indulge in making others wrong or making ourselves wrong. Handling an emotional crisis leads to greater wisdom and results in lifetime benefits. Fear of life is really the fear of emotions. It is not the fact that we fear, but our feelings about them. So once we have mastery over our feelings, our fear of life diminishes. We feel greater self-confidence and we are willing to take greater chances because we now feel that we can handle the emotional consequences, whatever they might be. Because fear is the basis of all inhibitions and mastery over fear means the unblocking of whole avenues of life experience that previously had been avoided. 
Okay, so basically, I thought this section was so powerful because half the time we don't even know what we're afraid of when it comes to life or situations, people, experiences, whatever. And this really just shows in general that when we become the master of our emotions, when we fully understand that these fears just come from fearing of, of feeling stuff on a deeper level, we then are able to see and understand more of what we're really afraid of feeling, whether it's deeper love, deeper healing, deeper expansion, deeper consciousness, deeper understanding of the unknown. We are really trying and understanding how to move forward with that fear. And like I said, actually on my last podcast, um, Becoming the master of your emotions, I think, is probably the most powerful thing that you can hold for yourself in your life because you're not attaching yourself to everything that you're thinking about, that you're feeling. And again, understanding that your thoughts actually create emotions. So when you're feeling something you don't like, it's about bringing more awareness and observing the thought that actually triggered the emotion itself. And this is this can be hard to understand sometimes and that's okay. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to understand the depth of it at this moment, but if you just hold the thought with you, just to bring a little bit more awareness with yourself on a daily basis, that's all it that's all it needs. That's all you need. Really. You don't need to force things to bring forth clarity or to clear things right away. It can just be very simple to begin with. So yeah. Patience. It's all about patience, guys. Okay, so moving on to the stuff I'm really excited to share about. Please bear with me. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of notes that I took for this to make sure that I bring forth a lot of clarity for you. Um, and it's going to be a step-by-step, -step, right? Because so chakras, or as like the real way of saying it is actually chakras, um, <laughs> whether you find that funny or not, like I do, um, cause I'm not with an accent, but anyways, so, um, so your chakra system in your body are full. You can look at them as like energy wheels that are in your body and they're all about different emotions. They trigger different organs in your body. They sit in different positions, not different positions, but different um, areas in your body, always starting with the bottom of your spine all the way to the top of your head. And actually what people don't really know is that we have an other type of chakra system that is outside of our bodies. That's pretty cool though. Like we have some under us, we have some above us because again, we have to look at our entire being as an aura, right? We have lots of energy within us, lots of energy outside of us. We are like stars. We are from the top to the bottom. We're fully illuminating or not. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, if you're not illuminating, if you're not fully expanded within your light, that means that there are some chakra system, some energy wheels in your body that are not fully activated, that may be blocked, that may be having some resistance somewhere. Maybe there's one blocking the other. Um, and then from these areas, too, we can actually understand why we're having certain physical issues. Um, your, your, your physical issues that you're experiencing, whether it's um, a heart issue or a circulation issue or, you know, even just trouble going to the bathroom has a lot to do with your energy systems in your body. So it's really interesting to understand more of ourselves, what these chakras have to do with different emotions, different organs, um, different thought patterns as 
well that are sitting within us, whether they have to do with traumas or just a limiting belief that we hold for ourselves. Um, and they really start uh, putting pieces together as to why you are who you are and why you are experiencing different things within yourselves on a daily basis. All right, so starting with the first three chakras. So we have seven in our bodies, okay? The first three are actually lower parts of our body. So from our rib area to the navel to the bottom of our spine, okay? And these three chakras, the root, sacral, and solar plexus, are actually fully related to our external survival, our place in the physical world, how we feel in the physical world, okay? So the first chakra, which is at the bottom of our spine, is our root chakra. It's the color red. It's our relationship, our full relationship to the physical world, um, how we feel connected to our family, community, the tribe, your loyalty to the tribe, respect. It all has to do with those types of emotions and feelings. So when we are, for example, not fully connected to our family, we're not feeling like we are belonging in a community, whether it's accurate or just a perception, our root chakra is is going to not be in full balance, okay? It's not fully activated. It's not fully um, whirling around and in full energy mode. And when that happens, we can actually experience a lot of leg issues, knee issues. Um, you have to look at like the lower parts of the hips, the knees, the ankles, the feet is our support system. It is without the our legs, we can't walk around. We can't support ourselves fully. Um, we can't fully ground ourselves to the ground. We're not fully connected to earth. And our earth is really our home, right? So when that happens, we can have a lot of trouble like going fully to the bathroom. We can have symptoms of depression, OCD, lower back pains. Lower back pains are also associated to lack of full support, feeling unsupported, especially when it comes to um, financial situations, whether it has to do with your family. So like a lot of our money issues, for example, actually sit in the next chakra, which is called the sacral chakra, the color orange. I'll get more in depth in a sec. But when you look at like family issues when it comes to when it has to do with money, usually we learn where do we learn money from? We learned through our parents, through our families, our are growing up. So let's say, for example, there is somebody who um, grew up in a very wealthy family, but they saw that money actually destroyed the family. We don't feel connected to our family anymore just as much as we should be. Again, whether it's perception or reality, doesn't matter. It's still how you feel, honoring how you feel about that situation. So it's really interesting when we look at that type of energy system when it comes to the root, being fully grounded to our being, grounded to the earth, grounded to ourselves, grounded to our family, our tribe, and feeling like we fully belong. Okay, then so like I said, we have the next one, which is the sacral chakra. The sacral chakra has to do with our our uh, reproductive system, the color orange, our creativity. It's our passion area. Okay, so that's where we have the ovaries, um, you, the vagina, the penis, all of the above. When it comes to our full sexual power, and in that area is 
actually a lot to do with money and security. And so, like I just said before, when we have like a money issue, this is where it sits is in our sacral area. And it's really interesting because it comes also in our money, um, creative sexual power we can start to really look at the sacral area as a place of creation. We create babies down there. We create life. We create full abundance. We're fully in our power of manifestation. This is where it sits. And it's so cool to look at different situations in the world when it has like full relation of money and love, money and love, money and love, money and love. And then what comes after that power, right? So you can look at like, different situations. For example, um, the sacral really has to do on an emotional level, um, honoring one another. Okay. So your partner, somebody fully in front of you, honoring just other people in general. And so when we don't fully embody our own power, when it comes to our sexuality, when it comes to our creativity, our passion, money, the the person in front of us, there is an imbalance. That's why like when there's sexual trauma that happens, obviously it's in that area, okay? And that actually can affect a lot of different things in your life, your creation type of ability and your full ability to also manifest more financial freedom and security because it has a lot to do with also security. So like for myself, I have been through sexual trauma and still working through in it. And one of the biggest things in my life it has been security within myself, with money, with others, with the person in front of me. And even you can fully see that when when you're like actually having sex with your partner or with a person, are you fully able to like let yourself be vulnerable and open and fully let go and feel secure with your partner or the person that you're sleeping with? It's really an interesting concept. So things that can show up as illnesses when it comes to sacral chakra imbalances is arthritis, sciatica, colon illnesses, sexual disease, uh, stress with another person comes from the fight or flight system, right? So that's also related to the full nervous system. Um, meaning again, it comes back to like security, like how secure do you feel in the world with yourself in general? Um, so it's just, again, it's not to be like something or actually this entire podcast. I don't want you to listen to all of this and be like, oh my God, what if I have an issue? What's wrong with me? What if I'm broken? There's nothing broken about you. Okay. If you are connecting with one of these things that you're hearing through these different uh, chakra systems that really resonate with you, or you know, somebody that has these types of issues, it's just really important to, to, to see all of this and to take it on with a grain of salt and also just greater awareness and compassion for yourself and the situation or the other person. Okay. So don't freak out. <laughs> this is just a type of way to looking at ourselves on a deeper level and it's amazing and beautiful and very expansive itself because it can give us a bigger perspective as to what's really going on within our own beings, okay? So moving on to the next one, it's still part of our external survival and our physical connection to the world. It's our solar plexus. This is right above, um, it's where our, like our full center actually, where our ribs are. Um, and this is about the color yellow. It's our relationship with ourselves, our personal power. It's about honoring oneself. The, it's our center of integrity. So full personal power, okay? This has a lot to do with indigestion. There's a 
lot of people that I see with problems like with um, IBS or just like stomach ulcers or um, just stomach issues in general, it's all there. So it's funny because when you're anxious or when you're stressed, you tend to feel bloated, you tend to feel like you have digestion issues. And it's really interesting to to see, you know, I actually call it like the solar plexus epidemic right now because there are so many people with digestion issues in general. And it's not a coincidence that we're also in a time right now where people are fully questioning who they are, trusting themselves, really being more open to different parts of their own beings. And that also takes a big toll on, well, who am I? What am I doing? Can I trust myself? Do I trust this person? And it's our personal power. So we're being asked constantly to step up our game in terms of our own power and that can play a part in our solar plexus. So, and in this area too, we can hold a lot of anger and frustration um, when we aren't certain of who we are, if we're letting other people tell us who we are, if we're not being seen, heard, understood, or we feel just that way in general, it can all sit in our solar plexus and cause um, a misalignment in the energy system in general. So like I said, there is identity issues here. Um, and really, it's so in my notes, I wrote down something is threatening your survival. Uh, it could be a person. It could be a situation that happens. Um, but again, it's, it's making us question the entire situation, questioning ourselves and coming back to our own core truths. And things that can happen in misalignment when it comes to this specific chakra, so illnesses or just different things that can feel off in the body is again depression social identity a lot of anxiety which we see all the time here in our society and um, just in our communities in general survival crisis and issues of belonging and it's interesting when you look at that because issues of belonging also goes back to the root chakra feeling like we don't belong to anybody anything any family any community and so everything is connected here. Everything has an impact on the other. And we can start looking at the root chakra. So the first one, the color red, the community, the tribe, when this is out of flow, out of balance, it actually directly, um, imbalances every other chakra working up. So you have to look at your energy system, like starting from the bottom of your spine, working its way up all the way up your body. So when we're not grounded into our beings, it could affect everything else up into our own physical bodies. So so now we're working our way up to the next chakra, which is the heart, the fourth chakra. You can look at this chakra like the medium between your entire physical body, meaning that you have three down, so root, sacral, solar, then you have the heart, and then you have three more going up. So when it comes to the heart, if the heart is blocked, that means your entire energy system is blocked. So that's why like feeling and practicing gratitude or compassion or forgiveness and love is so freaking healing because it actually brings your entire energy system back into flow. That's so powerful. So the heart chakra, it's the color green, is how you relate to your emotions, it's generosity, forgiveness, compassion, love itself, your divine connection to love itself. Um, and it 
a lot of issues that you can see with that when it comes to um, imbalances within the heart chakra is heart attacks, upper back pains, shoulder pains, breast cancer is a big one. Um, breast cancer actually is fully related. And this is just because I looked into it not that long ago when it came to a client. Um, but breast cancer is fully related, related back to um, giving too much and not fully being or giving permission to receive at the same time. So it's equal receiving and giving. And when we give too much as mothers without fully embodying, not even just mothers, but as people, if we're, if we're giving too much of our time, too much of our energy, too much of ourselves, without fully allowing ourselves to also receive the love, the attention, the, the forgiveness, the compassion, well, it can bring an imbalance in the heart area. And that just develops into, ooh, and as I'm saying that, the sun, came fully shining on me. Wow. I've shivers all over my body. That's so powerful. So the turning point of whether your life handles you or you handle your life, that is the basis of the heart chakra. And another um, part that we can look at when it comes to physical, um, I wouldn't say issues again specifically, but just imbalances within the body is the energy flow between our arms, our hands, um, and our spleen in general. It, it really has to sit there. It's, it sits all within ourselves right there. So when you look at the spleen, it's like right under the boob, basically the left boob, or if you're a dude, <laughs> your peg, but it sits in the spleen and the spleen also has a lot to do with circulation and circulation is fully co correlated to the heart itself. And then the heart pumps within our arms, within our entire body. So we can have a lot of, um, for example, another example that I, that just popped in my head right now is, uh, issues with the lymphatic system or issues with, um, cellulite in our legs and cellulite also has to do with circulation, right? So when we have lack of flow, lack of circulation, um, we tend to have also a lot of lack of love, a lot of self love issues or loving others for giving others is a big one, letting go of certain situations that didn't serve us, that causes a lot of pain. And when you look at the actual um, cellulite itself, it's actually clusters of holding on to emotions or situations that didn't serve us in our lives or negative situations. So when we hold on to all this anger, all this stuff, it's because we didn't bring forth enough love within those people situations or emotions in general. So it's just really interesting to look at cellulite that way. Um, I know it actually, when you look into like a Louise Hay book, for example, um, all about healing the body, you can look at cellulite as a lack of flow and forgiveness when it comes to do to somebody within our our family or even if you like you don't have like a father or mom or whatever like directly it could just be somebody really 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 close to you um and again looking at the legs looking back at the root area so root tribe family community all that specific um area itself so if you have a big cellulite issue maybe it would be a good time to look at to uh, into different parts of your life where you have trouble letting go of what has happened. I don't want to say to you, because um, it's about changing the the whole perception that it has happened for you. But it just means that subconsciously, maybe within your body, it still is holding on to too much emotion that you're un unwilling or not ready to fully let go of. 
Okay, so, um, and again, side note, at the end of my explanation of all the chakra systems and what they're related to, I'm actually going to also explain different foods that you can use and energy ways that you can start um, really implementing within your life every single day to help your body come back more into flow and full alignment energetically. So next up, we have the fifth chakra, which is the throat chakra. It's the color turquoise or blue, um, and it's really the center of choice. It's speaking your truth, really being able and trusting of yourself enough to speak up your voice, speak up your opinions and thoughts and how you feel. And this area we can actually see, this is a big one for myself and my family because um, there's always been an issue with the throat chakra. And it's actually something that a lot of people um, have trouble with that I see. So and it's understanding like the choices, it's full relation to the choices that you've made within your life as well and, and trusting that you've made the right choice, whether it was wrong or right. I always say that there is no wrong, there is no right, there just is. So the biggest way that you can actually heal different parts of your body, especially when it comes to your throat or your heart or whatever emotionally, is changing your perception of the situation that you were in. Whether you did something right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Uh, fully trusting that it was part of your process, it's part of your journey, and you are exactly where you need to be today. Whether Whatever it is that you're experiencing or that you're feeling, it is all meant for you. So um, there's, I wrote on my notes here, so I'm just putting it clear out there if I'm like a little bit off, but I wrote choices that have held you hostage. So meaning like, let's say you did something, a divorce is actually a really, really good example. Um, sometimes we know we go through, I mean, I have never gone through a divorce, but people have gone through divorces and they feel this type of guilt that literally eats away at them their entire lifetimes because they constantly wonder, uh, whether or not they've made the right decision. And they constantly wonder whether or not this was meant to be, or what if, what if a lot of what if, and the questioning is what is holding your body hostage. It causes diseases because that means that you're not trusting yourself. You're not trusting the universe. You're not trusting what is meant for you. So a life of blame or a life of personal accountability and responsibility will really show up in the throat chakra. Uh, also, another thing that I wrote down here is surrendering the, your personal will to the divine, understanding that, that there is a path for you, there is a reason for everything that is happening within your life. And so physical issues that you'll see come up here is thyroid issues, uh, mouth ulcers, sore throats, um, addictions, or um, tonsil issues are a big one. I have a few clients actually who have had their tonsils removed because they just kept getting swollen. And those are the people that I know the most that have trouble to speak up to others about how they really feel and and trust of the universe itself, actually. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to look about the throat um, chakra and how it works. And again, like I said, sometimes it can just be something like it's a little bit weaker because you're not addressing addressing certain things. So you'll get like um, strep throat or you'll have a throat issue or a teeth issues or whatever, but it's all in that area where you're able to fully express your own truth. And again, remembering that your choice is your power.
Next up, we have the sixth chakra, which is the third eye, the mind, the color, um, darker blue, darker type of purple. It's like a mix of purple and blue together. And this area is really activated when it comes to seeking the truth, the truth about life, your own truth, your imagination center, your capacity to create your own reality. It's fully like the full spiritual spectrum of your own being. So again, like I was saying before, like your heart is the medium between all the chakra system, right? So the bottom is your physical and the top of it is actually your spiritual. So if you're not fully connected to your spiritual um, essence or energy, it's actually really important to ground yourself. Remember, root chakra, the, the, the root of your being. So the more you ground yourself, the more you're grounded into your being, grounded to Mother Earth, the more you're actually spiritually awakened. Isn't that interesting? It's like the lower you go, the higher you are. And one of my um, old spiritual mentors actually told me this like a couple of years ago, and I've never forgotten it. So anytime that I'm like not feeling that connection, not feeling that ability to look deeper or further within different dimensions and um, just life itself, I actually just make sure that I can get grounded, you know, putting my feet on the ground, uh, going outside for a walk in nature, doing a grounding root chakra meditation, different ways like that. So again, what I wrote down for the the, the sixth chakra, the mind, the mind, the third eye is um, what you decide in your mind is what is possible in your universe. Um, and that I can say a lot about different things, right? Your own cosmic truth, whether or not you're living a lie, um, how do you construct your reality, how do you talk to yourself, um, have you brick by brick, word by word, structured the person you want to be? Who are you? Who do you want to become? It's it's all about the questioning, right? And the problem there actually, when it's too activated, when you're too inside your head, when you're too much inside that area, it can it can cause a lot of problems physically because your body, I mean, your mind is fully connected to your body, obviously, right? So these these things can cause stress, blood pressure issues, a lot of anxiety too. It, it activates too much of the solar plexus area, closes off the heart. Um, so, and then we can have brain issues at the same time, right? It's all the neurological aspect of the third eye. But when it's in flow, when it's in balance, when it's loved, when it's held um, with p- compassion and patience, things can really, really start to activate in a very powerful way for you. It's actually a very interesting concept to look at because a lot of people that have this very broad imagination, that are very creative, that like see the world in a different way, that are constantly wondering, constantly questioning, you can see them, a lot of a lot of them have addiction issues, um, they result to drugs to always consistently find their own center within their brain and within their minds and within their third eyes. A lot of artists, a lot of creators, a lot of directors, like it's all the ty- the same type of character that really lies behind a, an overactive third eye um, chakra. So 
it's very interesting to look into, to be honest, but it's like when I see people that are like artists or they're consistently um, painting or creating or drawing or writing, like I can see that they are very much a very activated third eye chakra. And like you could understand a little bit more of their tendencies as well, not to like overanalyze and like put them all in one basket kind of things. It's really not about that. It's just interesting to understand more of that chakra system and how it really works and what type of things that can come from it just in case it is too overly active. And the last one is our crown chakra. The seventh chakra is the color purple. It is this royalty. It is the full connection to the divine, the faith, your spirituality, and something bigger, basically. And this has a lot to do with how much faith you have within yourself and within a higher power. Are, is your faith there? Do you practice uh, meditation? Do you practice prayer? Do you have hope? Do you have faith? Um, where does this lie within your belief system? You know, and different things that you can look into is like when crisis happened for yourself, what is the first thing that you that you do? Is it like, do you get angry at the higher powers? Do you get angry at the universe? Do you constantly question? This will reduce your ability to connect, your ability to see higher above and fully connecting to something greater, something outside of yourself. And this comes back to like, are you fully trusting and fully having faith that even something is out there? Do you have that you have a team of angels and guides and people around you, whether it's like, you know, your your grandparents that have passed or just God or the universe or it could be anything, anything that you believe in. How much do you believe in? How much are you willing to surrender to, to that power itself? How activated can you be? But this brings us all the way back to, you know, is your heart open? Is the full energy system open to receiving? And again, the more grounded you are, the higher you are uh, within your crown chakra, chakra as well. So I hope this makes sense so far as to how the energy system within the physical body works. Um, now I'm going to get more into utilizing foods and different techniques that you can do to actually help yourself um, understanding more about your energy system and how to work through it on the physical aspect. So meaning meditations and energy tools and foods. Um, so starting with the root chakra, okay? This, again, has to do with being grounded to the earth. So focusing on foods that are organically grown from the earth in the earth. So beets, parsnips, tomatoes, carrots, rutabaga, uh, rutabaga, rutabaga, <laughs> I don't know if some of you know, but I'm also French, right? Like my first language is French. So sometimes I pronounce words all weird. Get used to it. This is going to be the reality of my podcast. <laughs> so um, onions, there's turmeric, legumes, tempeh, ginger, protein-based things. Um, again, a lot of people, when they're not really grounded into their beings, I actually suggest to up their protein intakes just a little bit because like, it'll actually help the energy system to just bring it down a notch, really assist the nervous system to come back in full flow and full support. Then we have the sacral chakra. 
uh, has to do with water and fluids and fat base. And it's really interesting because, again, when you look at the sacral um, chakra, it has to do with hormones, right? Your reproductive system, um, your creativity, being in flow. So bringing more flow into your foods will help you, will help you be more in flow as well. So fats are fluid, soups are fluid, um, and then you can even start looking at different foods of the color orange. So sweet potatoes, tropical fruits like papaya and mango and peaches, peppers and oranges and wild salmon is amazing because it has that protein concept, lots of fats. It has the color aspect to it as well. Uh, flax seeds, sesame, coconut oil, and yeah, and carrots also are really, really good for that for that section. Um, so making sure that you have, like I said, enough fats in your system to assist your hormones and that sacral chakra fluid, creative, passionate type of energy. Next up, we have the solar plexus, which is all about yellow, the personal power, right? So we want to bring in, um, it, you that actually is fully co correlated to carbs. And then when you look at carbs, they give you energy. They give you that personal power, that invigoration of full energy flow within your day. So bananas, pineapples, curry, is super healing for the solar plexus area because it's really good for digestion with the ginger, the turmeric, the spices. It elevates your energy system, brings in that fire, which we love. Uh, Pharaoh's really good. Oats, barley, squash, pumpkin, sprouted grains, healthy starches. And like I said, it's carb based. Um, so just again, paying attention guys, all about foods. It's all about quality. Okay. So don't go cheap when it comes to your quality of your foods. Yes, organic is not the answer to everything, but it's definitely way more beneficial than anything else that you can buy out there. So invest in your health, invest in your foods. Don't just go buy anything that says like a package of, you know, oats and that's it. Like get the gluten-free, make sure that you really assist your body into um, having the right foods to not only be physically well, but also emotionally and energetically. Foods have energies to them, just like everything. You have energy, animals have energy, nature has energy, so do food. So when you're buying things that are low quality, they have lower vibrations to them, meaning that they're not fully nourishing you the way that they should be, okay? So looking at that is really powerful also because you're really taking ownership of your own health and your own healing abilities when it comes to foods and energy systems within them as well. So next up, we have the heart chakra. The color green, all about the leafy greens, broccoli, green cabbage and spinach, zucchini, green tea is really good, spirulina, chlorophyll and it's, and chlorella also. But it's really interesting because when you look at all these green types of vegetables and, and foods, they're really good for circulation as well, right? Um, controlling type your, your own type of detoxification system, allowing the body to cleanse itself on its own. Because again, guys, don't forget, we are self-healing organisms. Your body already knows what to do. The only thing that's really standing in your way is your mind and your emotions that are blocking things to actually be more in flow. Um, other things that are really good is cilantro, avocado, parsley, and sprouts. And again, we're going more into the spiritual aspect of things, right? So you have to look at the, the, the top chakras that are, they're fully connected to actual emotions now when it comes to eating foods. So having gratitude when you have a meal in front of you, compassion, eating with the right people, um, you know, having good company. And this again goes back to the root chakra, community, tribe, and full alignment as to being with the with a good surrounding. 
Um, next we have the throat chakra, which is the color blue turquoise. This has to do with a lot of fluids as well. So, um, anything that has to do with like soups, juices are really good, teas, and then foods that we can focus on are, uh, watermelon, again, lots of fluids, arame, dulse, dulse is really, really good to balance out, um, the throat chakra. And it's interesting because dulse and, uh, wakame and nori and kelp are actually really good for anything when it comes to thyroid and the thyroid throat chakra, it's all there. It's the same thing. Um, so yeah, uh, pepper is also really good too. Lime, kiwis, lemons are all really good for balancing the throat chakra. Then we have the third eye, and the third eye is this mix of blue and purple type of color. This is all related with um, berries, purple grapes, plums, pomegranate, walnuts, walnuts, which is are really good for the brain, right? So it's all in that area. Eggplants, ginger root, purple kale, red rice, flaxseed oil, dark chocolate, caffeine. Those are all stimulants, right? So again, when you look at people that um, drink a lot, that smoke a lot of weed, or just take a lot of drugs or any type of stimulants in general, it will overly activate that third eye, which will bring a lot of imbalance elsewhere as well, okay? So again, when you're having a little too much caffeine, um, just, just paying attention to the energy flow that comes before, after, and just again, bringing patience within your own body and within yourself. Um, and then going up at the last one, the crown chakra, which is again the full our full connection to the divine power and universe, God, whatever it is that you believe in, this has all to do with clean air, purified water, full gratitude, and love for ourselves, for everything around us. It has to be the food have to be organically grown and in full sunlight. Okay, it's all about that full energy power within the beings that we're taking. So um, the products in, that we're taking, the foods that we're taking in. But it's really interesting when you look at people, for example, who like I can, I don't always see um, chakra centers like like full lights uh, on a person, but sometimes I can. And sometimes I can actually see people's crown chakra not being open because they drink tap water, which is really interesting because it's not clean water, guys. It's empty water. There is nothing in there that is actually serving the body. So we need the most pure, loving type of products and water and foods that we can get our hands on because, again, our bodies are fully activated, fully connected to energy systems and energetic beings and things. So when we're taking on things that have been overly processed or canned goods, like those lack energy within the actual thing. So that's not serving us. That's We're just taking on empty energy within our being and it's actually blocking from our energy systems and our physical beings to be fully in flow. So this basically covers it all. There has been a lot of information. I hope it has served you greatly. I hope you learned a lot from all this. There are so many, like so much more information when it comes to chakra and healing. Um, I mean, the last thing also when it comes to really activating and helping your body heal within your chakra systems, if you don't even know where to start, um, simple things like journaling, meditation, and heart-centered things 
will bring you the most healing you can possibly get your hands on in the easiest possible way as well, okay? Um, It's really important to connect to the heart. Like I spoke on my last podcast, healing through the heart is the most beneficial thing that we can do and it's the most accessible and easiest, you know? Being around people that we love, doing things that we love, being in love is what helps us heal on a deeper level. Um, so yeah, if you, if you find this super expansive, super helpful for your own, um, being, if you have thought of somebody specific within this podcast, send this to them, you know, allow them to really see for themselves what they can start healing on their own because you can heal anything that you want on your own. It's very doable. Yes. Sometimes we need, um, the assistance the assistance of Western medicine to just help us come back into ease. But at the core of our beings, we are full energy systems. And it's so empowering to take our own power back by understanding and realizing that our traumas and our emotional states really create our own physical bodies, okay? There is no coincidence behind that. It's scientifically proven, quantum physic-wise too. It's all there. You just have to look into it. And it's something that we don't talk about here in the Western world, but this is a thing. It is all correlated. And the more that you learn about the chakra system and your own being, the more you get to learn about yourself, what's really going on, what you can help yourself with um, on in terms of foods and healing emotions and traumas and different things that have happened to, to you within your life. And again, it hasn't happened to you. It has happened for you. Take ownership of what has happened and take ownership of your healing journey. You can do it. It is very doable. I have done it lots of times and it's been the most beautiful and intense journey I've ever been on in my life. But here I am teaching this to you guys. You know, it's it's such a powerful practice. And I really hope that you take the time to maybe even go back to this podcast and take notes for yourself so that you can really start understanding your own body. So thank you so much again for being with me uh, here today, listening to this, allowing me to speak to you about what I know when it comes to self-healing. Like I said, if you find this extremely expansive, please share it, whether it's on your Instagram, tag me. I want to see that you guys are listening to this with me. Um, Again, my Instagram is Tasha Credle. I'm under that name everywhere on social media. It's super simple. Um, And if not, just send it to a friend, a family member. And like I said, even if they're not open to this yet, it's as simple as just giving it to them. Maybe they'll be curious one day. Maybe they'll send it to somebody else that will help them, you know, start their self-healing process and journey. You never know. But sharing is caring. Um, And I'm saying that super on a cheesy level. But it's true. It's really, really, really true. Sometimes people have sent me the most random podcasts ever because they just thought about me. And they were the most expansive podcasts for where I'm at within my journey in this lifetime right now. So, all right, guys, on that note, I will see you guys on the next podcast. I'm super excited to bring forth more for you. I'm going to bring more interviews, more uh, self-healing mechanisms and tools for you. And I'm wishing you guys an amazing day. Lots of love, lots of light as per usual. What a spiritual basic thing to say. I don't give a shit. It is true. I'm sending it all to you. Big hugs, big love, and I'll see you guys soon.